You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host. Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous. Follow me at Coaching Therapy. You can uh, go to my website to listen to uh, more episodes. Or if you want to be on my show, you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and just click on Be on the Show, and you could be on my show. <laughs> This is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Um, If you have a problem, I like to help people with their problems. I'm not a therapist or anything like that. I always say I give unprofessional advice, but I think it's good advice. It's honest advice. Like therapists aren't really allowed to give you advice. They just got to like kind of listen. That's why I can never be a therapist. I like to actually tell people what to do. Um, So if you want to come on the show, because you have a problem or you have a secret life or an interesting life or and you want to talk about it, just send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be On The Show. You can also buy my book, click on that link on my website and all that good stuff. You could send me an email too just to give me your thoughts of the show. I love that. Or write me a review on either iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to my podcast. Today I have on a guy named Mark who is somebody that I know that I recently bumped into after like 20 years. I said on the podcast, like I think it was 15 years ago, but I think it was like 20 years ago that I knew this guy. And uh, and then we just started talking randomly and he was just had a lot of like stories about crazy girls. And whenever somebody tells me that they all they date is fucking crazy girls, I immediately think they got to be crazy themselves because, you know, what is that all about, right? <laughs> so I was like, you want to be on my podcast? And he's like, sure. So that's what this podcast is. It's a conversation with me about with a guy named Mark with me <laughs> uh, talking about his like dating history. And we try to figure out whether he just dates crazy girls and it's just like bad luck for him that he meets all these crazy girls or whether he's fucking crazy himself and that's why he attracts crazy girls to begin with. (laughs) Um, So that's what we do. Let me just tell you though, there's something really irritating about this podcast. Like there's this noise in the background. It's like moving noise. And he wasn't really moving. It's like, I find that I hear this shit on the back end of like so many phone conversations nowadays. It really makes me hate fucking iPhones. I don't even know why we call these things phones anymore because they're really like mini computers and like the phone is like the like one one hundredth of what it does and the phone is like I think they put the least amount of technology behind the fucking phone. It's like the worst part of this iPhone is the actual talking on the phone. (laughs) And I think we should just change the name. It's not a fucking phone. It's a mini computer. Give me a phone. Like, can I buy a real phone someplace? And can people talk on real phones anymore? I don't even know if it's a possibility. Or could someone like make an app that makes like an iPhone into a real phone so I don't have to hear so much fucking shit when I talk to people in the background? So irritating. (laughs) Um, So there's a lot of that going on in the back of this 
call. And maybe, see, I'm very sensitive to noise. I'm one of those people. Uh, so I have a feeling that you people are going to listen and be like, oh, it's not even that big of a deal. But like for me, it is because I'm very sensitive. <laughs> to you, it might not be. So that's why I'm airing it. It's like, I'm probably not, I'm probably making it sound worse than it is. But um, anyway, I just wanted to rave about that event because and get that off my chest because I find that on a daily basis, I'm talking to people on the phone because I'm old school. I'm old. <laughs> old people talk on the phone. I think younger people don't. So it doesn't fucking matter. But for, for old people, it matters. We still talk on the phone and phones suck nowadays. Um, and when I was editing this podcast, that's all I was thinking about. Now I'm making the intro and I'm telling you all about it so I could get it off my chest and get on with my day. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Mark. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Mark. Uh, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy, your old co-worker, friend. I don't know if we, I would call you a friend, but we worked together many years ago. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How you doing? Great to hear from you. Great to hear Lovely. from you. I mean, you just heard from me, but this is the deal about Mark, quote unquote, because you are being anonymous on this call. I know who you are. We worked together many years ago. Where we worked will remain anonymous, not really because I needed to be anonymous, because you wanted to be anonymous and you don't want to be you, but we're because we're going to be talking about like your personal life. Um, so we're making up a fake name for you, but I know you. And what happened was we worked together maybe like 15 years ago. I don't even remember. It's like a long fucking time ago. Um, and I just bumped into you at the movie theater and we started talking. Then you texted me like after a couple days later and then we just started talking. And it turns out that you kind of like date a lot of crazy girls and you have a lot of like, cause once you found my podcast, you started saying stuff like I could say this and I have this story. So I was like, why don't you come on my show? Because obviously you're a guy that attracts the crazy of the crazies. And I have a theory about those kind of guys. Uh, I'm sure my theory will come up once you start telling stories and I could shove my opinions about you down your throat. <laughs> but that's the deal, right? And that's why you're like, okay, I'll come on your show because you feel like you have a lot of stories, right? About sex and girls and crazy girls. Correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Too many. Too many. Too many. And let me just ask you this straight off the bat, right? And this is sort of like normally what I talk to at the end of analyzing people. But because I know you, I'm just going to get right to it. Do you think, because I believe that like attracts like, right? I mean, do you believe that you're crazy too? Or do you believe that you're normal and you're just, you just happen to meet all the crazy girls and that's just like this weird the coincidence that happens? Or do you think like, you know, you're probably as fucking crazy as they are and that's why you're always attracting crazy girls? Like, what do you think? Well, I mean, the first few things you just said or you said are one and the same. Um, but I mean, anyone can, anyone can be. Why? What do you say? Crazy. Normal people are crazy. Is that what you mean? One and the same? What do you mean? No, no, no. You said. No, I said either you're normal and you think, well, I'm so fucking together. I don't know why every girl I meet is like so out of her mind. Or you're like, all these girls I meet are so out of their mind. I might be out of my mind too. Like which, do you, which. No, actually, actually, yeah. So, I mean, listen, I've, I've done enough years of 
personal in, in, insightfulness and therapy and so forth to know that um, I'm pretty good at psychology and from the line of work I've done, I'm very good at reading people um, and interacting with people. Um, and human nature does not... No, we're talking about you. Which, well, first, just answer the question, because your opinions about human nature and psychology, that's all going to come think, out when I we get specific. That, I, I, think that, I think that in New York, in, in, in general, I think that um, many women are screwed up and screwed up in many ways, um, whether it's with their behavior, whether it's with their priorities, um, or just in general, um, they're, they become like stalkers. But and what about the question is like, but do you think you have a little bit of that in you and that's why you attract these people? Or do you think it's just like bad luck? No, I think what it is is, is that I, I am, don't treat girls like most men do. And so when a girl meets me, she doesn't, she doesn't really actually even believe it. You know, how could this guy be, you know, so X, Y, Z has everything on my list plus more. And they actually at times do things to sabotage the relationship or, or, or not even relationship just during the dating process or they just don't get it. So you just said that, you know, X, Y, and Z, which I'm assuming are like major compliments to you. Like you feel like the reason is, okay, that you're like such a great guy that girls think, oh my God, I found the greatest guy. And when it doesn't work out, they turn into stalkers because they don't want to lose the greatest guy. That's one of your theories, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's either that or... When things go wrong, they flip out and they accept no accountability. Right. But I mean, you've had your share of stalkers. I mean, a lot of women aren't like wouldn't stalk even if they met the greatest guy. And a lot of women if they met the greatest guy wouldn't sabotage. I mean, the women that do those kind of things, regardless of the circumstance, is because something's going on with them. Like they have abandonment issues. They have stuff going on. There's a whole lot of women out there that would never have those kind of reactions regardless of what you did to them because they're stable, healthy individuals and they have healthy attachment from their past. A lot of people don't fall into that category, okay, right? But there are people. So I'm just saying there, that there are, it's there, not, there are. right, it's not just be. I mean, I think that you maybe are taking a little credit. And I, I, I mean, I definitely want to know no, what no, X, I, Y, I and mean, Z listen, is in it, your mind. I think people want to know what X, girl, Y, and Z is. When you go on a date with somebody and you have a good time on a first date and then you have a work project that gets messed up and you have to, you're on deadline and you need to go and fix the next day. So you call the girl a couple hours before and you say, listen, I am so sorry. Yeah. I had these, all these technical errors and everything. Um, can we go out um, later in the week? I have to get this done on deadline and so forth. And then, and you, and then next thing you know, the girl 
is in the lobby of your building and sits in the lobby for two hours while she's calling and your doorman is calling. Okay, but as, how many times that does that is happen? A little in your crazy. Life? Okay, no, I'm not. Listen, I am not saying that these people aren't crazy. That's- what I think is that you probably have a little bit of crazy in you too. It's just comes out in a different way and you know a crazy attract like you're smelling these crazy women and attracting them that's what you're attracted to and you bring them into your life because you have a little bit of it too you know I don't know how many times that's happened to you okay but that's like a girl that's like mentally unstable I mean a lot of girls you could call them up and break a date and they'll be like totally fucking fine with it okay most women I would say 99% of the population would be totally okay in that scenario but the fact that you meet a lot of girls that aren't okay in that situation I to me if you know a lot about psychology and you sort of work on yourself and I don't know if you've ever been in therapy but I'm assuming you have like you know that this would come up that maybe it's something that you like sort of are attracted to for some reason or you're putting out or you know like because it's like do you think it's just a coincidence that you meet every crazy girl because there's plenty of guys that don't have those stories yeah no, not everybody's, not everyone, not everyone's crazy. There's just some, I mean, there's some girls that are amazing girls and just, you know, the physical attractions out there, there's something in the chemistry, just not there and so forth. I don't need, like, listen, some people need to go and have craziness in the relationship because that is actually a turn on for them. You know, and there's other people who are in abusive relationships, and that's a turn on for them, you know, to have that kind of hostility. But there's many girls who just are, have, have issues, and the issues go and date back to other things. I of mean, course. Let me have, ask you this. What is the longest listen, relationship you ever had? Um... Almost three years. Okay, and how long ago? The almost three years ago one was about um, 12 years ago. Okay, and how did that end? What happened to that relationship? How You know, because it seems like sometimes some people are like super... Um, yeah. the, girl, the girl wanted to move in together. Mm-hmm. We moved, um, and she had basically been begging me to go and to move in together. Um, and we, and it was the first person that I had lived with. And when she had first asked me, actually, she had given me an ultimatum about it and said, you know, we're going on another, we're going to go go on a vacation. So she wanted, if we're going to go on this vacation, I don't want to have more memories, more good times, only to know that when it's our two year anniversary, that we're going to end up not moving in together. So I don't do well with ultimatums, so I canceled the vacation. That vacation, um, luckily, I did cancel it because we were supposed to be on the beach in uh, a beach resort in Thailand, and that's when the tsunami hit. You're so, fucking kidding me. No, so basically, I saved You saved her, her life, life and yours. <laughs> then I get tag-teamed by her and my mother because my mother's like, you know, you have to, you think you always need to do everything, handle everything in the relationship, everything's on you. As a couple, you should be building together, so on and so forth. Okay, fine. So I went and said, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's move in together. Well, 
most girls, the first thing, if you're going to move into a new place together, most girls, the first thing that they want to go and do is pick out furniture together or do all those things that, you know, are, that are natural things that I would think a girl would enjoy. Next thing you know, I'm sitting there and I'm doing all this and she's not partaking in anything. A week before we're supposed to move in, she doesn't eat in a box's back. Then we're moving and she's so lazy that she doesn't go and unpack boxes. I agree to things to compromise because I want to go and give it everything with this girl. And she had cats. I didn't want to move in with her. Oh my God, I have to cut you off. Listen, listen, listen. I have to cut you off. This is why. Okay, because this is what's going through my mind when you're getting so detailed and specific. It's one thing if you just broke up with her two years ago. But the fact that you're getting into like the real sort of nitty gritty specific. It's not just listen to me. Just listen. Why? No, no, no. You it's have to listen to me, Mark, okay? To, listen, I, I, I no. You have, no, no. Let, I just let you finish. If a wants to move okay. in with a guy, this if is a girl wants to move in with a guy so badly, if a girl wants to move in with a guy so badly, she wouldn't go back on all the things that she said she would do not, in order I'm to go and move in with, with that guy. anything that you're saying. You're not letting me speak, And that's okay? what led to the breakup. No, I would say maybe what led to the breakup is like your you maybe this kind of like behavior. So just listen. This is all I'm tra- trying to say. Okay, this was going to be my point. Was that you're getting so specific, right, on something that, and I would understand if you were getting specific over something that happened even like two years ago, but this is 12 years ago, right? And you're still like sort of seem so sort of involved in that in your mind enough to be talking about these little specific details that seem just so dumb like I mean like to me and I think a lot of people that have been married for like 20 years or like right I mean they would say like I mean if you can't handle these little things like maybe not really like because relationships are difficult and those don't seem like big problems they seem like stupid little problems right and if that like sort of breaks a relationship I personally think it's a little nutty that you canceled that um vacation I think it's great that you saved her life and your life and it turned out to be like a good thing maybe you had an intuition about it but I think that's a kind of nutty behavior I'm surprised she moved in with you after that because I think that's kind of a little bit of a red flag right because just because somebody sort of like you have a problem in a relationship right like it doesn't mean like you just like end things and especially the stuff with her like who cares she didn't unpack or she didn't want to decorate like those things shouldn't have been deal breakers if everything else was there like maybe you also have a little bit of the sabotage thing in you I know you see it in the people that you're with and you see them doing it but I think that the things that you have been talking about like sound like you also kind of sabotage as well because now okay it, it, when someone goes and makes a commitment and they say that they're going to i promise i'm going to, to give at least 50 percent, and and it won't all lie on you and then when it comes to move in everything that they commit to they do not do okay but i would I say have, that's I the same thing about a vacation people. when you book a vacation and you commit to go away with somebody and then you cancel it because you have an argument like i would say that that's somebody that does exactly what you're complaining that the other person i think that you do the same exact thing i think you know that's the same she didn't thing want to go on a vacation if we were to not know what was going to happen in four months i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow let alone what's going to so happen she in four asked months. you to cancel the vacation 
She said, I don't want to go away on another vacation if I don't know that we're going to move in. All right, but she didn't really want you to, but she didn't really want you, but then you really canceled the vacation. I mean, I think she was just kind of like just saying that to bring it up, right? So she could have a conversation, maybe get what she want. But then you went to the drastic measure of actually canceling the vacation. And like I said, I mean, you did save everyone's life and thank God you weren't there. But I think that that's a little bit of a very harsh move to somebody bringing up her, their own feelings, right? She was having feelings about things. She was wanting to bring it up. And then, you know, you get very like, it's like, uh, it's like a no go kind of situation. I don't know. So, okay, that was your 12 year relationship a long time ago. And for 12 years, you haven't met any girl that was like, she was the only one that has like sort of checked all the boxes for you, right? To really no, no, that she didn't check all the boxes. Actually, actually, she was she was just the first person I moved in with, and actually at the time I thought, oh, if this girl has yeah, but before you moved in with her, you were with her for three years, so obviously, like she checked a lot of boxes for you to stay with her for that long, right? I mean, no other girl you've never no, she did, she did, and that's and at that point in my life, I thought that if you know if these boxes are checked, that must mean what it is for someone to be the one. However. A year later, when I dated somebody else, I had a different, I had a whole different feeling, and I was like, now I know what the feeling is probably like if a girl has everything, and I realized that that girl who I dated a year prior wasn't, wasn't really the right one. And now, so what happened with the girl that you really had the feeling with that you were like, wow, this is the real deal? I didn't say it was a real deal. I thought that uh, we just had a connection and right, but what happened chemistry with her? that went well. Um, she had borderline personality disorder. I mean, See, here you <laughs> go. She had borderline personality disorder. So everything could be great for like three, four months. <laughs> no, not even a single argument. And then we could be somewhere. And doing uh, and and putting clothes in different piles in the laundry, and she sees a shirt that she put in a certain pile, and she freaks out, saying, "Why would you put this in this pile? Why would you just don't touch my stuff?" Uh, yeah, all of this yelling, is like screaming. all this annoying details. It's just, it's no, like but annoying. next thing you know, it is literally yelling and screaming and yeah, she cursing. was crazy. Mm-hmm. She was borderline. So I mean, that's a borderline her, So, right, you snap. She snaps. And so one time, two times, after three times, I, I was I was done. Okay, let me ask you this, though, because I know a lot about psychology, too, and I read a lot about that stuff. And I've had issues. Listen, I wrote a whole book about all my fucking crazy relationships, and it's because I was very... Oh, I know you did. Okay. Because back in the... Listen, I, I, when, I saw you, when I saw you... Um, recently, I was pleasantly, I was shocked. I didn't even realize it was you, first of all, because you look completely different, so much better, so much healthier. I used to think you were, I, I joked with you, I said, I, I used to think you were a train wreck. And then you told me the name of your book, and then it's yeah, like, that's train, train wreck, wreck is in it. it. Yeah, I and, was, and, yeah. And, and now you're this, you know, Beautiful, responsible, like successful woman, 
and you have your shit together and you don't smell like an ashtray <laughs> and you're not always drinking. That's the funniest thing he was And your like, hair yeah. looks great. <laughs> you put yourself together well. <laughs> Before, I mean, I used to come into work. I mean, it looked like you just rolled out of bed. I mean, I literally. know I was probably still coming. I was coming in probably from the bar. Like, because I was like a, that's, I mean, I quit drinking while I was there. Um, no, I didn't quit drinking when I was there. I quit drinking after that. So yeah, I mean, I was like, I was probably still coming to work drunk. But my whole point was that was that yeah, I had that book a train wreck. I've had this sort of thing where I've dated people that were really fucked up. And I always felt like and that was because I was fucked up, right? So when I would have like you said, like when I hear you say that story about the girl with the borderline where you're like, we just had this feeling and there was this intense chemistry, and then she's fucking borderline. Like that's not a mistake. Like I, I would see a guy from across the room and I'd be like, Oh my god, I'm so fucking horny for him, and I would have this intense sort of uh, feeling for him, and he'd be like completely un- available or insane and it's just like you know I had to eventually take uh, you know sort of accountability for the fact that like this is I'm attracting this because that's what I like I'm playing out a story there's a reason for that I mean that feeling that you felt with her I, I, I don't believe was something good I think it was like your attraction to sort of um something that's dysfunctional within yourself right and that's you know and that's everything was fine for months and yeah but and, months and i mean no, a normal blue. girl could keep it fine for a lot longer than three months okay <laughs> okay well i'm just telling you so at first i didn't realize it was she no, but you was said those life. words i know but i have to say like you said those words that I hear, that I know, because I know how that feels, because I lived that life, and I understand it, and I hear other people say those words you used when you said, and then I met this other girl shortly after, and we just had this connection, and then I realized what it was, and then turns out she's fucking borderline, and you know, you But have- I can tell you that 10 years passed, and I had dated a lot, and dated a lot of different girls, and... There was never a girl that I thought this girl even has the potential to be the girl. So it's you, not wait, wait, every did you day. Say that again? I dated oh, for the next after I broke up with her after dating her. Yeah, you dated a, a lot of girls, and no girls have lived up to what to her. No, not to not to her. To somebody who actually. Click when I made me feel like this girl could be the one. Yeah, but I, I would say that the, the, the problem is, is because, but you're kind of relating that she gave you the feeling of being the one, and that's the feeling that you haven't had, right? Is that what you're saying? I thought that she had to. Listen, I happen to believe if I'm going to get engaged, that engaged is not a test period like most people think. I believe that engaged is saying, Listen, I'm 100% sure I want to marry you today. The only reason we're not getting married is because we want to plan a wedding, period. It's not a test period. It's, it's, that's it. Okay, but, that, your, but are you saying, though, that you're looking for that feeling that you had when you met her as opposed to the feelings that you had I with the girl the you were with feeling, for three years? I want the feeling <laughs> without the dysfunction. Yeah, you're not going to get that. Absolutely. Why can't I have, why Listen, can't I, I meet well, somebody that I have? that I'm in fall in love with that we have a healthy, good relationship and that we have great chemistry and but 
she doesn't have to listen. It would have been fine if she was on medication or seeing a therapist, but she wasn't. Yeah, she absolutely. Was, well, we I'm together. Yeah, and listen, it's ten years later, and I'm sure you've worked on yourself in those ten years. So maybe you don't attract borderlines absolutely. anymore, I, right? I've gone to therapy for I've done therapy for over twenty years. Yeah, that's great, and that's really important, and I think that that's fantastic. So I think that when you do that and you work on yourself and you grow and you change, like what you see on the horizon is very different, right? So I would assume that I would hope that the girls you date now, you know, most of the time don't wind up to be borderline personality types after three months, you know. Because that shows growth and change on your part. It's you know what I'm saying. I just think that like I can tell you, I can tell you that to this day, mm-hmm. I'm still friends with the first person I ever dated, and she had no crazy characteristics. Is probably just literally is that the three year girl? No, this is somebody I dated for two years. My first girlfriend ever. The girl that I that lost it to everything. Bottom line is. She's so normal, great girl. I'm still friends with her to this day, two marriages later. And bottom line is, is that I was at both of her weddings. She's a phenomenal girl. So I'm not attracted to crazy. Actually, it turns me off. I don't like drama. I don't like that stuff. It, yeah, no, no, that's it, the whole, but that's the problem. Well it's like, no, of course, of course you don't like that. That's not the, that's not how it plays out. When you're commitment phobic and you're afraid on a, on a subconscious level of like real intimacy and getting close with someone because of oh, stuff no, that I has happened intimacy. to you. Okay, just listen. What happens is you attract people that are going to bring up red flags for you that things that you don't like that. So, so it guarantees that you won't be able to get close to somebody. Do you understand that? That's what it's about. It's not about them being that way and you love it. It's about them being that way and you get to say, oh, can't be with you either. So, And then so you s- remain 12 years single without any long-term relationship, even though on some level you think that's what you're looking for. But yet subconsciously no, no. you're just attracting women that are unavailable because they're not what you really would want, right? For some reason, they're all fucking nuts. And I, well, I don't realize that when I start, start I know people it. think that they don't I realize that. that. Listen, I know, but how do we make? Don't you think that, that there's a, a smell? Listen, on, on New Year's, I was supposed to go on New Year's Day out for lunch with a girl on a first date. Mm-hmm. She asked. She, I spoke to her for the first time then on New Year's Eve. We spoke for about two hours almost on the phone. Later that night, she was going out with friends. She asked me. She wanted me to come meet her out. Then she, you know, kept saying, "You should come out." Um, I want you to come, you should meet us, so on and so forth. You know what? I am spontaneous. So, you know what? I got up, went out, went and met her. She was very pretty, definitely chemistry, definitely attraction. Left the bar. What is that moving around? Are you moving anything while you're talking? It's my hand. Okay, try um, not to move so it in, in any event, Bottom line is, is that so we we finished drinks there, and then at the next thing, you know, she wanted to go back to her place to go and to have a drink. I wasn't in her place for more than five minutes, and she said to me, "I want you to fuck me." Now, <laughs> now, I knew she was totally trashed, and. 
Um, as, as much as I love sex, it's not, I need to have an emotional, mental connection with a girl in order to be able to go and want to have sex with her. I can't just go and fuck any girl because it's not just her. I can tell you so many instances of girls where I've gone on dates. It could be the first date and the girl said, listen, I just want to tell you if I end up going back to your place later or you end up coming back to my place, I'm not having sex with you. I said, first of all, I respond and say, first of all, who said I was even inviting you back to my place? Second of all, there is no way I would have sex with you now because of the fact that you can beg and do everything you want. I will not have sex with you. Because if that's what you think that I operate, then I'm telling you I won't do it. Yeah, but you have to understand that they're saying that because they're women and most guys don't operate like you. I wouldn't weed out those girls that say that. That's not a bad thing for a girl to say. That's just a girl that knows that a lot of times. No, no, listen. No, no, you you listen to one second, okay? I just need to say this because a lot of guys need to hear this. I don't think a lot of guys think like you, but in case they do, okay? And I need to say this even if you don't believe me. But like girls say that because this is the deal. Girls a lot of times, and I've been in this position a thousand times, okay? Because I'm a fucking girl, okay? You you want you're having fun with the guy. He invites you back to his house. You really want to go, but you do know that ninety percent of the time, right? That the guy probably is inviting you back. You think as a woman, you always think they're inviting you back because they want to fuck you, and you want them to know right off, like you want to s- spend more time with them because you like them, but you don't want to fuck them, so you don't want to be a tease. Like it's this confusing thing that a girl goes to. So because half the time the girl goes back to the guy's house, and then he tries to fuck her, and then sometimes she fucks him because she's drunk and she didn't even want to, and she's just like, oh fuck, because that's what happens. But she doesn't, she didn't want to. She just wanted to spend time with him. But a guy doesn't operate. Like, he wants to fuck the girl because that's how guys are. Nobody's right or wrong in that situation, but that's what happens all the time. So a girl saying to you. I will go back with you but just so you know I'm not gonna fuck you like she's just saying that probably because she's a little drunk so she's loose with her shit but what she's trying to say is that she doesn't want to fuck you she likes you she doesn't want to be a whore but like she probably she thinks you're like a regular guy 90% of guys if they get a girl home and they can fuck her they will and they want to they just want to fuck a girl when they like her and so I, that's why girls say that but that's not a red flag I agree with you that's not a bad girl saying that this is the difference this is this is most guys have an issue most guys, a girl, you could go back to the guy's house and you could go and, you know, just want to go kiss, make out, whatever. A guy, if you, if you go and tell a guy and he's going and maneuvering his hand down to your pants and go and you push his, you push his hand away or something. If you go and a guy is try goes to try to touch you in any way that you don't want to be touching, you go and you move the guy's hand away, in that guy's head, where you're telling that guy, stop, no, that's not what I want to do. In a guy's head, he thinks that means, oh, try again. Yeah, I'm not going to get so minutes. into this because this is like, we could talk about that for like a fucking 10 hours. What you're, Get back to what but, you're but saying like, about girls. Me, it doesn't matter. That's, it's, not, that's not a term. All right, but why me, if a girl says to you. worked up. Okay, but why if, okay, whatever, we know you don't fuck, okay, you have to really like a girl, that's, we gotta talk about that too, okay, but this is the deal, why if a girl says that, like, that turns you off, if a girl says, okay, I wanna go back to your house? No, not, actually, actually not, so, I ended up staying over the girl's place on New Year's, and the next day, when she was sober, 
I had sex with her. But I didn't have sex with her when she was Okay, so what's the point? Up. What's the point? The yeah. point the, the the point is is that you is that you know ninety is that you're right. Not there's a lot of guys are a certain way. No, but, but what about this girl? You just fucked her on New Year's. You, Do you like you, her? You're, We're you not talking about guys in general. Out. We're talking about you. Do you like this girl? I know, but you just went and said about ninety percent of guys think X. Well, I do the things that most guys don't do. You fucked her the next day. I mean, six hours later, it doesn't make you any that much different than the regular guy. I hate to say it. I mean, like, it's not like you said, oh, I waited a month and I got her a ring. I mean, and you're so fucking corny and from 1920s. I mean, you fucked her the next morning. That's in sober. I mean, that's not that different. Listen, there's a girl, Kathy, I can go to tell you stories about people who want to have sex on the first date that I didn't have sex with them until, like, no, I know. I do want to get into that whole thing. But what I'm saying is that, I, I mean, I thought the point you were trying but, to make but, was no, more about the girl. The I was telling you that, it was because I wasn't, because that specific girl, I saw other qualities in her that I liked and were redeeming and so forth. And I believe that, oh, she was just like this just because she was drunk. And so I didn't automatically go That's and good, her right. off the list. Right, you, and you liked her the next morning, and you were she was sober, but you said you don't like to fuck girls unless you feel the emotional connection. You must have felt a connection with her because you fucked her. What's going on with her? Because we're only a couple days into the new year, right? We're taping right after New Year. So what's going on with that girl? We ended up spending that whole next night of New Year's together. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, so New Year's goes and takes you to Monday, and then on Wednesday night, uh, saw her, stayed over Wednesday night. Yesterday was a snow day, spent all day with her yesterday, stayed over. And then uh, tonight, supposed to see her. And going from there, then we have plans to see each other on Sunday or Monday, as well as next Wednesday. So this is really great. This is great. This girl has potential. Yeah, she really has potential. So I think that that's actually very good. If you're really looking for a really... You know what I would love to do with you, though? (laughs) I would love to be like your on-air therapist to this relationship so you don't fuck this up. Like, if this is a girl that you really want to really go the distance with and you feel like she's could be the one because I think guys are are the pickers right I think when a guy meets a girl he fucking knows right and he he gets that thing right so he knows so if you think that this is the girl you want to make even just to be your next girlfriend I think you might need a little help and like I would hope that like maybe we could like have a like a I don't know I think it would be interesting for my show (laughs) to have you like if you hit a point where you want to dump her ass because she does something because the things that you've talked about so far I'm sorry to say and I don't want to get that deep into it just again, but they seem just so nitpicky, like little things. It's like, you know, like if something, these things come up and you're like ready to fucking sabotage this situation, I would love to talk you through it because maybe like you're doing what you do. And what happens? Because I've been in hardcore therapy and the therapy I love the most is psychoanalytical, right? Because that's the shit that really works on your subconscious because half the time our lives are being fucking ruled by our subconscious and that's not shit you could 
really change because it's not like your thoughts. It's not what you're thinking. It's like shit that you're doing and you don't even realize you're doing and you're doing it and it's sa- it's fucking sabotaging your whole life and you know, you're somebody that wants a relationship and it's keeping you out of one. You haven't had a relationship in 12 years yet. You really no. want one. Ten, right? ten, ten. Oh, you're okay. like putting me so ahead. Okay, no, ten. I've had relationships but none of them have lasted more than like three months Exactly. Because, well, that's when you're listen, older. They don't last that long if they're not. Like, when you're they, older. Listen, it's a, you're smart enough because, yeah. because you know that there's people you've dated for a year and a half where I can go back and ask you, Kathy, how long should you have been in that relationship? You're like six months. You spend an extra year with the guy or whatever. Yeah, you I'm don't really do that. Like, as soon as I know, but you've been at that point for ten anywhere, years, okay? Okay, but you've been right. at that point for ten years, right? So maybe you're at a point now that you really want a relationship. I don't know if you've wanted a relationship for honest, ten years. But I can honestly tell you that for about eight years of that time period, the reason why I wasn't with somebody who could have been potentially the girl is because. I wasn't in a place where I was 100%. I think you need to be good as an individual before you're good as a couple, before you're good as anything bigger than that. And so I needed to be in a place. It took me an eight-year period of my life where I wanted to go and work on myself and things. Isn't that what I was kind of saying that maybe that's why you were always attracting those people because you were a little like messed up but I did say like maybe in the past 10 years you've worked on yourself so you're attracting different people like and that's what happens like attracts like I've been through that journey myself I totally understand it I just I wanted to know from you if you could cop to the fact of some ownership about you know of like uh, you know the uh, the attracting of the borderlines you know because this is why I say that because I get a lot of guys and it's typically a guy in this this scenario but listen there's girls and people all have friends out there that are listening so someone everyone has a friend it's either a guy or girl who's always like oh my god like the person I dated they just went fucking crazy and they're stalking me and they're like whatever and like I have to say that a lot of times and most of the time that person sort of work does things and I believe it's subconscious I don't believe it's like a manipulative kind of a thing that you know a is attracting somebody that's gonna go crazy and then b does shit to make them go crazy like right they're dysfunctional and they know and then they push all their fucking buttons and then the person's nuts and it's like oh yeah another nuts person but in a weird way that's like what that person wants okay because then that person always has all of that in their life so when you to me whenever I hear a guy or a girl that's like oh yeah I'm always and they're always obsessed with me and I can't get rid of them and it's like there's a fucking dance going on here and it takes two people and that other person is doing something to make that happen you can't just say oh, these girls are all fucking crazy I have to say you probably if you were very honest with yourself have to, could look at what you did in those situations that probably made them go crazy you know just certain things I listen if you read my book at the crazy. end of every chapter okay I don't just like say what happened in the situation, I talk about everything that was wrong with me that made me 
you know, date that person to begin with, right? It's never about like the other person. It always comes back to you, right? It's always about you. Like, why were you with that person to begin with? Like what, you know, whatever. So I think it's great actually that we're fast forward. I didn't know that you had this new girl. I heard, you know, in the past week I've heard, oh, this person never showed up. And like, I don't know, I heard a lot more drama, (laughs) but I didn't know that there was a girl that you actually like that has, have, you know, has lasted a couple days that you actually had sex with. Cause you have said a couple things like, I don't have set like why do guys cheat I would never and I don't have sex with people like and you know if, unless I like them and sometimes when I hear stuff like that with guys too I think that's a little commitment that's a little weird because I think well if a guy doesn't cheat on his uh, no not that a guy doesn't cheat not, no 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 no. Problem. no 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 that would be so fucked up if I thought that if you no, need to cheat if no, you need to cheat you should not be in a relationship that no that's at so, a certain point in your life you don't need comparison okay but, like, what you, but don't you now. okay if you started fucking, I, uh, mark i have mark i have to stop you there for a second okay because i need to stick up for yeah. all the cheaters on my podcast that have called up okay and this is why i do my show Okay, uh, because I think to make general statements like you're making, and I'm going to let you make a point right when I'm done, okay, I promise. But like, I just need to get this out. I, I don't like when people make, and this is what I used to have a big problem with fucking talk shows and shit, where they put like a guy or a woman that did something wrong on the fucking stage and they gave you, they just talked about what they did wrong and everyone fucking boos them and everyone's like against them and that's it. Like, I'm sorry, you can't just make a blanket statement like if you cheat, you you shouldn't be in the like. There's so many different scenarios and so many different sorts reasons why people cheat that you just can't make blanket statements. You can't be judgmental about that because I've had every kind of cheating scenario on my podcast. Okay, and there are different degrees of it and different reasons. And you cannot put every guy that cheats in the same fucking room and say you're all alike. Okay, it's, no, you can't. You, you absolutely cannot. Can. Okay, there are some men that have been married for. 40 years that were monogamous for 40 years, but now their wife never wants to have sex for the past 10 years, and now they're seeing hookers, but they love their wife. Like, you can't say that person is the same as the guy who doesn't give a fuck about his wife and is fucking her friend behind her back, okay? Those are two extremes, right? And then there's a lot of shit that falls in the middle. And that's why I love having my show, because I want to let people know that not everyone that does things that people think are quote-unquote bad or bad people. Shit happens in life. Shit that people that would never think they would cheat wind up cheating. People think that they would never be fucking tied up in a domination or like wind up being like shit just happens. And so you can't be so like judgmental of every guy that is different than you that does things and say that they're so terrible. Okay. There are every man. I just say like there's like an ape and then there's man and there's lots of evolution sort of points in between them. Right. There are some men that that are very like they're just closer to the gorilla I always say or whatever the for the ape like they're just not so evolved yet and those are the guys that are just really fucking horny and women are sex objects and they just want to fucking fuck them right and that's like and then there's just listen and then there's some guys that are way more evolved than that and like women aren't sex objects to that to them and they see them as equal and they're very different you know and they're different but no one's right or wrong it's like saying somebody in kindergarten is is stupid and someone in fifth grade is smarter than the fifth grader is better no there are different 
points in like evolution of who they are. And so you can't say right or wrong. It's just different. Okay. The majority of guys will fuck girls. That's what they want. They're not bad people. Those are just the way that they fucking are. You're not like that. It doesn't make you better. Okay. Sometimes I think there's a weird quality to a guy. Sometimes it's just the way a guy is, but sometimes I think there's a weird quality to a guy, especially if he has other sort of symptoms of being commitment phobic that has his sexuality sort of like uh, pushed down a little bit and use like, and isn't so sexual with women. Sometimes it's like a little bit of a control thing and a commitment issue coming out in that way. I find that a lot of commitment phobic guys tend to be not so horny and it's not so much better. I I love Okay. I love to be. I love to be in a monogamous relationship. Okay, but, but you haven't been what, in ten but going years. Back, yeah, but going back to what you, going back to what I was saying before, somebody, and when you're when when you're at a point when you're when you're dating, and you meet somebody, you don't need to go and window shop. You know, if somebody, unless you haven't slept with many people. You know when you sleep with somebody, you know if they if you have good chemistry with them. Okay, and, so what is the point? And bottom, so the point the point of the matter is most people aren't cheating in the first get, couple of months listen, of dating. Yeah, when I go and I hear on your podcast about somebody who said, "Listen, uh, we didn't have sex before we got married because you know we're good Christians, but um, but but next thing you know, we got married and I started being with prostitutes." And my wife's pregnant, and I oh, gave my guy. wife. <laughs> I and think I there gave was a little bit more backstory, right? Well, no, she didn't. What? First of all, you know what? Oh. Your kid, your child, and when you're in a relate, when you're in a marriage, and you have a child, you're you're not you're not the first priority, and your wife isn't the first Mark, priority. Your first priority me. is your okay. child. Mark, listen to me, okay? I have a is child. So if uh, listen to Did me, take on first. No, first of all, yeah, of course. But this is, listen, I cannot allow you. The internet, this is what I hate about the internet. People put out false things. They say things. People take a soundbite and then they believe it's true. What you just said on my podcast was absolutely 100% incorrect about the caller that I just aired, okay? You said he gave his wife herpes. That is 1,000% incorrect. He slept with a stripper who told, uh, a prostitute who told him afterwards that she had herpes, okay? And good luck giving it to your wife he had had no outbreak okay as after we had when we had spoken that was almost two weeks later okay he yeah, so he did weeks. not it doesn't matter he didn't give her her base for you to say that is a blatant why lie and i don't would, like that you cannot put down my other callers i don't let why people do that okay so why let me ask you a question why what would possess a guy to who is married to go down on a hooker Unless he's in like Las Vegas, Nevada, and he knows she's been checked. Listen, we can. I got. Listen, okay, okay, listen. I forgot. I don't remember exactly how long before he started cheating. I mean, and what went down and why he did it. But I find that mo- a lot of the times when you really listen to these people, it's just like shit. Ha- like I'm not condoning it, right? There's all different levels, like I said. But like you can't sit here and like his name is Vaughn, by the way. If anyone wants to listen to that episode, it's really and it's really good because like this was a person, like I said on the podcast. I'm sorry, I felt like he was doing something that wasn't really true to who he was. He he tried something. He sort of went down the wrong path and he was like being bitten in the ass by it and he was like hopefully if he didn't get herpes he would get no way i mean i actually thought between all her asking for all the pictures and this and that i thought it was going to be even worse 
Me too. That's what but, I thought. You should listen to the episode. It's really good. It's a story gone wrong. And it's like, a, to me, it was like the story about a person that wound up doing something that wasn't really right with who they were deep down inside and they were paying for it pretty bad. I mean, even if he didn't get herpes, it was pretty bad to have to worry that he gave his pregnant wife that. He felt really fucking bad about it, okay? He was not without feeling, Michael, okay? He was devastated. He's a human being and he did it. And so I I I was like, stop fucking cheating. It's not for you, okay? But everyone's different. I remember listening to him on the podcast and saying, please don't tell me you sent pictures. Please don't tell me you did this. Please don't tell me. Right, but my whole point is you can't put, okay, that exactly. Yes, because he wasn't like the cheating type, okay? Like, he was. it wasn't No, he wasn't. Okay, so, but what I'm trying to say is that like, what you were, you were screaming about him 10 minutes ago talking about how he gave his wife herpes like if somebody didn't if somebody turned off the podcast right after you said that and they didn't hear the last 10 minutes of me defending him and you actually agreeing with what he said and what I said and how you actually felt like and all these other things they're going to believe a totally different scenario okay and I don't like when people do shit like that someone gave me a review recently on a podcast on my podcast and said something about an episode and what they said was completely inaccurate they took sound and they put it all together and it's like and you know what happens in situations like that is people actually believe people right they listen to what one they they the judgment excuse me they listen they listen to the sound bites no you, the it's thing. what you just and did actually, they lie no actually, they actually lie and, and they recreate they tell stories actually, the wrong way I, and that's not I, fair actually, it's not I fair correct because it was only a couple weeks since he had been with that girl and so the jury is out we don't know what happened i hope for his sake his wife's sake. Right, and but the is he a terrible person? This is the difference. No. Okay, no, is he a terrible person? Terrible no. Did person. he do a terrible thing? Yes. And it bit him in the ass. Okay, that's you and I do you and I know terrible people? Absolutely. But but the, the like I, and what I'm trying to say is that's the reason why I do my podcast is because I don't want people. You were like screaming about him like he's like the fucking devil, and I want no, to show people that this people that do things you don't you 20 years from now you people might cheat on somebody things. you just don't know. Okay, you cannot. No, so you've never been with someone longer than three years, okay? So you don't know, okay? And so I just don't believe at all, really, in the bottom of my heart to like really judge people. And the reason why I do my show is to show these stories and to show them in the in the light with with all the backstory and all the stuff and I feel like I and people could be more sympathetic to the people that I show on my podcast because they're real full human beings and you get, get to understand that just people that cheat aren't terrible people that should be fucking booed and yelled at and the thought of as terrible people there may be people that are doing wrong things that went down the wrong path that or maybe it's right for them who fucking knows but it's not what you're saying so you, you know forget about stop like judging others and comparing yourself to other people because wait till you're in a relationship for 10 years you haven't even been able to do that okay so like you right maybe you'd be fucking cheating too you don't know what it's like to fuck the same person I, for 10 I, years i i wish i i wish i was married now i wish okay, I but you're not you could wish all you want but you've never been in that situation so you so you don't know you know so if somebody steps up to the plate i would knock that ball out of the park Ste- but I'm steps waiting. up to the plate means if like something perfect comes your way all i know is that i'm that very I'm happy perfect okay no listen you met somebody recently right that you've got a one week down she's one week she hasn't gone bipolar it seems promising because you like her you've spent a lot of time with her you haven't brought up any rad flags 
I actually, I think it would be an interesting thing on my podcast. I'm always looking for different angles. I, you know, do my podcast. I have part ones, part twos. I've never sort of followed like a commitment phobic person through relationships. I don't know or done anything like this. But like to me, it would be really interesting if like say four weeks from now, you're still seeing her, but like she does something and you're ready to fucking, I don't know, some shit. I would love to have you come on and maybe we could talk you through this relationship. Because what I personally think is that you're commitment phobic. I think maybe you're you you definitely have been for a long time maybe you're coming out of it hopefully right um i don't know i haven't asked enough questions no, I just, you know, okay and that you're maybe just, ready for a real relationship now actually, and now you're I, know, ready. I just had i just dated about almost a year ago somebody who i actually thought could be the one and relocated because i thought that you know if this person the girl then I, I'm going to put everything, I'm going to go all in. But she ended up not, and actually it was, it was, when she wasn't, she wasn't. That was it. Okay, good. But so, fact, you know, maybe you're one step closer. So what I'm saying is I, I would love to follow this you, relationship. On your show, have you ever had two people who were dating and both people gave you insight into the relationship as it evolved? No, but I did have a really interesting podcast where I talked to one guy who was a polyamorous and he was telling me about his relationship and I like fucking called out some shit in his relationship that I didn't think was really right. Yeah, well, that, you're, you're talking about my brother right now. Okay, so anyway, so I was like, I think that one of the girls is not, I don't know, whatever I predicted. And then what happened was after I aired it, I got an email from the girl in the relationship, one of the girls that he spoke about. And she was like, what you said in that podcast was absolutely true true it happened exactly like you said it just two weeks later and I want to come on your podcast and talk about it so I got like the other side of it you know um which was really interesting because most of the time I never get that but I'm always open to all different kinds of things um I would do group therapies that I don't I who knows but I think with you would be really interesting because I'm going to wrap this up now because we're at an hour but like I think it would be really interesting if uh we followed this because I think you know, you might still have a little bit of a commitment issues inside of you. And I would hope that because you're really ready and you're older now, right? And this is really what you're looking for, I'm thinking, you know, uh, that you don't get in the way of yourself, you know, and you probably could use some help. Are you still in therapy? No. Okay. So you could use my show as therapy if you need it, you know. Uh, to help you maybe not sabotage when you really know like maybe the, a week from now you're gonna be like okay this isn't the one but when you do meet the one like my different my therapist used to call it data right like I mean a lot of times when you're not with somebody none of your fucking shit comes up right so you could feel pretty fucking normal but when you start liking someone all of a sudden shit comes up and there's your data right that's what you bring into therapy and you talk about right so you know the closer you get with somebody the more your stuff if you have any left your dysfunction will come up, right? And that's the time that you really want to be talking to somebody because you don't want to sabotage or pull someone away or walk away from a relationship for petty stuff. You know, no one's going to be perfect, right? Of course, you're looking for the right things, but these little things like maybe if someone doesn't pack and doesn't decorate or, you know, doesn't do the things that you think that they should, maybe that's okay. I don't know. You know, we'll have to take it in the specific scenario when we hear it but like you know you might need a little help getting through the bumps uh, you know when you when you get to them because you know if you want to go the long run and have a real long relationship and get married and stuff you're gonna have to uh 
stick through the tough times and in, instead of just like sort of ending it, right? And listen, I'm a commitment phobic person. I, I totally understand that kind of a thing. That's why I know so much about it. Not because I read a fucking book. I mean, I've read a lot of books about it, but because I've also lived it. So I get it. You know what I mean? So uh, I would, and I believe that everybody deserves like love in their life and deserves that intimacy. And I think it's actually tragic that certain people, because of stuff that was put on them when they're younger are, are denied that, you know? And I think like, as long as you're alive, you should work so hard to sort of fix that part. So you could have what other people have, because it must be really fucking great to be really in love and have a partner and all those things that other people have, right? For some people, it's really easy for some people. It's difficult, but if that's what you want and that's what you really want and you're ready, you will attract it to your life. I believe that. And you just want to make, Make sure that you don't sabotage it or push it away when it gets too close for comfort because that might come up, you know? Because happiness is the one thing that we're all entitled to. Of course, absolutely. But what I really believe more than anything is that you don't have to be perfect to meet somebody. I think you really have to really, really be ready and really, really be open to it. And I think what happens a lot of the time is people think that they're ready and open to it when they're not so and those are the people that are like i really want to re- like that everyone has a friend like this i really want a relationship they're re- dating every single day they're meeting tons of people and they're just not in one and they're not in one for one year two years three years four years five years like 10 fucking years like that so what the, the that's happening there is that that person's really not ready and maybe they're just not in touch with the fact that they're not you know but if the minute you are you could you could have that i think that that's for it's for everybody you know and it doesn't mean you're you're you have to be perfect you could be imperfect and meet another person you know but you have to be really uh, com- ready for a real commitment you know and if you when you have commitment you issues can't, you can't have all your, and you can't have all your walls up because as i said if exactly wants to fall in love you have to be ready to fall you yeah. have to be ready to get some scrapes it has to and be what you really you know what? want the upside is better than the downside right it has to be really what you want i know for me i love being alone i'm not somebody that was always like oh i wish i was in a relationship like you know i'm never really lonely it's not really you know I hope one day, because like to experience a long term relationship, maybe not the rest of my life for like a good ten years. I I'd like to know what that's about, <laughs> you know. But I, it's not like you know something that I'm craving. But like I feel like when I do crave that, I could f- fucking go out and find it. Like it's like if that's what I wanted, that's what I would have. I think most people what they want is what is their life right now and I think some people would say bullshit because like I want so much more than I have but I think if you're really really honest with yourself and you haven't dated anyone in 12 years like there's a part of you that doesn't want to or is afraid or whatever and I think because I think it's probably is really nice to be in love and have that if that's what you want you should really fucking work on yourself so that you could you could pull down those walls so you stop keeping it from yourself. I don't believe it's about the other people. I think it's about yourself. But I think if that's what you want this year and that's what you feel you're ready for it, you'll absolutely meet the right person. That will happen. I believe that more hey, than anything. That's, that's, that's one of my goals for this year. Well, then Hopefully I think it'll happen. this time next yeah. year, Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I do aware, I would hope so. And that could, if that's exactly what you fucking want, that's what will happen because that's what you're ready for. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, and I would like, because this is a girl that I think it's hard for you to meet a girl that doesn't, you know, that you're not like, oh, fuck her, like really early on. So I think this girl, like normally a couple dates in, you're like, oh, who cares, right? For a regular person. But for somebody like you, so maybe people would say picky, 
I would say afraid and commitment, whatever. Like that this girl you've spent all this time with so far and there, there's nothing about her that has scared you off. Like I feel like, uh, you know, that's really good, right? Um, so, you know, stick with it. And like I said, let me know if there's any kind of red flags because maybe we could talk about it because maybe they're not red flags. Maybe you're just getting a little afraid. I don't know. But keep me posted. I mean, we're kind of friends, and I don't know, so I'm sure I'll, I'll keep hearing from you about it. But let me know uh, how it goes. And I always do a Where Are They Now episode, but I have a feeling that we'll probably be doing an episode about this relationship <laughs> two months from now uh, before that. But, like, you know, if not, and it just goes great, like, you know, I'd love to do a podcast about that, too. I love stories. I love to see how life works. I love to see how specific people's lives go. It's just interesting always, cause, right, because everybody's different. So I hope that this is the one. And if not her, it'll be somebody else. Exactly. Okay, Mark. Thanks for calling in. Sorry to cut you off a lot, but like this is like one of my favorite topics, and I <laughs> and I like to give my opinion and shove my opinions down people's throats. Oh, really? My podcast. Yeah. Oh, really? That's me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling in, Mark. All right. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.